0: Welcome back to the Out to Be Podcast. It's your host, Katie Zuccardi, and I am coming to you today, if you are listening to this live, it is two days before my birthday. So today, I was going to do, I had a few ideas bouncing around for this episode, and then I decided kind of at the last minute, I wanted to talk about imposter syndrome, because this is something that I am sort of dealing with right now. Now, I will be totally honest. Imposter syndrome is not something that I face on the regular. It's something that in general, I feel pretty good about. I'm a pretty confident person. I feel good about what I'm doing. And yeah, I just, I don't know. It's not something that I've dealt with like on an ongoing basis. It came up a little bit when I started my business and now it's coming up now. So I'm going to talk about that today. So for anyone who's not sure what I even mean when I say imposter syndrome, basically imposter syndrome is that feeling kind of like you're a fraud. Like you're not qualified to be doing something or like you like cheated the system and somehow got here. My favorite example to give is for those of you who have watched The Good Place. And if you haven't watched The Good Place, it's a really, really great TV show. I highly recommend it. But it's when Eleanor in the first season um, is like... She knows that she's in the wrong place. She knows she's in the bad. I'm trying to say this without giving up too much information. But she knows that she was not supposed to be here. She's supposed to be in some other place, but definitely not the good place. But she's here by accident. And so she's just faking her way through it and acting like she's supposed to be there. But she knows that she's not. So that's what imposter syndrome kind of feels like. It feels like a lot of self-doubt. Self doubt and just feeling like you're not where you're supposed to be. And sometimes it can feel like you're tricking people into believing that you're someone who you're not. Now, a lot of artists I work with face this when they first come to me. And a lot of business owners face it too, especially when they're just getting started. For me, I'm facing it right now, ironically, as it pertains to my age, because I am. So I'm going to like walk you guys through what I'm going through right now and how I'm dealing with it. So this is sort of like me teaching but and me being open about what's actually happening. So so I'm feeling this imposter syndrome and this sort of like self-doubt and uneasiness around my age. My birthday is coming up on December 6th. Like I said, if you're listening to this live, it's two days away and I'm turning 24, which a lot of people might consider young. And so for me, I am basically um I'm basically assuming what other people might think of me based on my age and I'm internalizing it. So I'm assuming that other people might think that I am too young to be teaching on this, too young to have a successful business, too young to know what life is all about, too young to know about the music industry. Now, some of this like might actually be true there probably are people out there who think that, whether they know my age or not. Because those people, like you can't control what everyone thinks about you, right? Like no matter who you are, there's probably someone out there who is doubtful of you. And that's not my problem. That's their problem, (laughs) right? Like I can't expect everyone to love me and trust me. That's just not how the world works. But these specific things that I'm feeling are again things that I am assuming that other people are thinking and I'm internalizing them about myself. When the reality is, I don't have any proof that anybody thinks this about me and I also don't have any proof that that shit is true. So for me once I recognized this thought pattern that I was having having, which was really surrounded around and I I recognized it was coming up because I realized that as I thought about my birthday and as I would just talk about my life I've been like kind of hush hush about my age. Now I was always the youngest person right like I have a late birthday. I have a December birthday, so that kind of means you can either be the youngest in the class or the oldest in the class. Like I was 17 when I graduated high school. Other kids were 18. I was turn I turned 21 my senior year of college. So in that sense, I'm like, I don't know, I'm I'm the young person, but at the same time, I've I've done a lot more in my life than some other people might have done. So I have always been on the younger side of things, so to say, but I've also always been extremely ambitious and when I realized that as I'm approaching my birthday and talking about my business and like sharing my life um with my clients and on Instagram and everything I realized like I'm trying to hide some aspects of it I don't want to show my age I don't want to I don't want people to know exactly how many years it's been since I graduated college or this that or the other thing and given that once I noticed this thought pattern I said to myself okay we have to examine this because something's going on here. So I started to acknowledge, okay, what's happening? What's coming up? Why? I asked myself, why am I feeling like I want to hide this? And I realized, going back to what I mentioned at the beginning, it's because I was thinking that other people would place judgments on me if they knew how old I was. So I let my fear of other people judging me stop me from just being open and honest about what what, what was happening? When my birthday was? How old I was? <laughs> when I graduated from college? All of that nonsense. So I decided to just break it down a little bit more. Okay what is sort of the one thing that I'm feeling or that I'm thinking about this? And the biggest thought that was coming up was around this limiting belief that I have that is being young means that you don't have enough experience to help people. Now this is not true and I'm gonna like I'm going to break through this right now, but this is what was coming up. I recognize I had this limiting belief that being young, and I mean, young is subjective even in itself, but being young means that I don't have enough life experience to be able to help people. Again, I don't really believe this is true, but this is the limiting belief that I was rolling with that allowed this imposter syndrome and these negative feelings to come up. So I took a step back and I said, all right, let's, let's talk about this for a second. Where did I see this happening? So I've seen this happening in a few different places. There are some people out there, um, professionals and some like medical professionals or just like people on the internet. They don't even have to be, um, qualified people. But I've heard, I realized that I've heard people say this on Instagram a couple times. Things like... If you are not older, you can't be a life coach because you haven't experienced enough life to coach people through it. And that simple thing, I could have heard it just once or twice, like this is not something I'm like scrolling through Instagram and seeing all the time, but it's something that I clearly heard once, I'm remembering it as I'm thinking about this, and it's stuck with me, right? So it's stuck with me, it's lodged into my brain, it's made me now have this thought pattern that is not serving me because I keep going back to that thought. And I keep thinking, well, I guess I'm not old enough to be able to help people. Now, I'm not technically a life coach, but what I do is very holistic. I work with my clients to um, further their music career, but we do it in a holistic way. So we look at their life, their stress levels, their wellness patterns, and we work on all of that. And sometimes things that like aren't quite in the music category fall into this stress pattern. So in a way, we're often talking about life, <laughs> even though I don't really consider myself a life coach. But this thought, this limiting belief, like I said, it really lodged into my brain. And so I was able to identify this. So now I know that the reason I've been having this thought pattern is just because one time I saw someone say this and I am believing it to be true. Now I'm going to go through with myself and I'll I'll do it live on the podcast so you guys can kind of hear what this sounds like. But go through this and prove to myself, okay, what is the reality of the situation? So here's what I'm feeling. I'm feeling really iffy. I'm feeling really insecure. I'm feeling like I want to hide. I'm feeling doubtful. I'm feeling like maybe I don't deserve to be doing this or I shouldn't be doing this or I shouldn't be sharing people open and honestly like how old I am and how I got here. Where did it come from? It came from me feeling like I was too young to be able to do what I am doing. And that came from me seeing and hearing someone say that and me choosing subconsciously almost for that belief to be true. So now I ask myself, what is the reality of this situation? Am I too young? Do I have the experience? What's really going on here? Like what is the actual reality? Not what I believe or what I'm, you know, what I have believed up until this point that's making me feel this way. But what is the reality? Here's the reality. The first part is that, I've been doing music my whole life, may it be only 24 years, (laughs) it's been my whole life, okay, my parents have memories of me dancing to Alanis Morissette, like, when, I was born the year that album came out, okay, let's just put that in perspective, so, the year that album came out, I was bopping around in my little onesie, dancing to Alanis Morissette, by the way, she's still one of my favorite artists, so. That is the truth of, like, who I am. I've always been with music. I've taken piano lessons from a young age, started writing songs in high school, and in college, I really started to do the artist thing. So now that was almost a decade ago where I was really performing writing songs, performing songs, honing my craft. So it's not like I just got started in the music world yesterday. It's been a really long time and almost a decade of me doing my own original music and performing my own original music, which is not a short amount of time. A decade is long. <laughs> we're almost at the end of one, which is crazy when we think about where we were at the beginning of 20, uh, the 2010s. So I am able to recognize that. Okay, I'm not new to this field as it starts, right? Now I think about what about my experience like in the music industry as a music professional. I'm able to recognize, all right, I know it seems like I just graduated from college. Well, I didn't just graduate from college, but to some people in the grand scheme of life, it might seem that way. But when I go back, I look at the fact that it's been seven years that I've been in the music industry really emerged in it. I went to school for music business. So I've been studying, like my focus has been on this since the first day of college. And in college we had to do internships within the music industry. So since then I have been doing work in the music industry and really experience what it's like. I was lucky enough to have internships too that were very hands-on, not just the kind of internships where it was like, okay, please go get the whole office coffee and like scan some papers and that's all you're going to do all day. Luckily, I had several internships that were really hands-on that really taught me the world of PR and sync licensing and management and things like that. So that's like one part of it. And then the other part is the fact that also in college was when I really kicked it up as like being an indie artist. I booked my own shows. I did my own press. I figured out how to record my own album. Now, I am not not a music engineer. So I did not record my own album myself, but I figured out how to get a producer, how to work out payment, how to um, actually get like musicians there and figure out what my vision was and pick the songs on the album and do that whole creative vision as well as managing um, graphic designer and visuals and branding and things like that. Plus, I figured out how to get merch and sell merch and do a crowdfunding campaign. So this is years ago that I started doing this, right? Like I haven't even done any of that in a while because my focus has shifted slightly away from putting like all of my attention onto my indie artist career. So this, again, I'm not saying any of this to justify it to you guys, because I don't need to justify it to you guys. I'm saying it, I'm walking you through right now, my process for justifying this to myself. This is the process that um, I recommend all my clients go through. I, I walk all of my clients go through when they're facing a limiting belief like this. And that's what I'm facing right now. So I'm just like giving you like live in action of what it looks like to go through this process and overcome these thoughts, these limiting beliefs, these imposter syndrome feelings that you might be feeling. So, all right. So now I'm thinking, okay, so that takes me through college. So yeah, I guess I'm in pretty good shape. I feel pretty qualified at this point. And then it dawns on me, hmm. I guess I'm forgetting the two years that I spent building up Women Crush Music with Ashley. <laughs> so, you know, I feel good. All right. I know how to do the indie artist thing. I know how to do that thing. But what about building a business? You know, I'm still a pretty new business owner. I guess I just don't know exactly what I'm supposed to know. Which, first of all, let's be honest. If every new business owner thought this, we wouldn't have any business ever. So, <laughs> That's fine. But the reality is, again, as I look back on this thought pattern, am I just like too new? Am I just too unqualified at running a, a business? I remember about Woman Crush Music. I remember the years of work that I worked extremely closely with Ashley. So Ashley's a founder of Women Crush. She started it in the beginning of 2017 by herself. And then a few months later, I came on board and I helped her really just like do our social media and start a New York chapter and, and expand the organization um, to incredible heights. It's, it's been amazing working with them. And so again, I remember, yeah, this business is new, but I have spent years working with artists. I have spent years teaching artists through the Women Crush Collective. Doing social media and building a brand on social media and working on visuals and websites and things like that for Women Crush. And so after all of this, after me simply stating what the reality is, right? So all I'm doing here is simply stating this, like, these are the facts. This is the reality of the situation. This is the reality of my history. Can I really argue with myself that a decade of work in all different areas of the industry is not qualified enough to help people. Now, I didn't even talk about the fact that in the wellness world, I've experienced anxiety myself and I went through the journey of overcoming it, so to say. I mean, I'm still in that journey because now I'm really working on my natural health. But between that and my dealing with that as an artist and doing my yoga teacher training and really going in depth with training on those tools, and how that can help with anxiety, and then, of course, experimenting with this, that, and the other thing as far as um, tools and mechanisms go for really coping with anxiety on a day-to-day basis, hello, like, (laughs) bye-bye imposter syndrome, I can now kick that the heck out of my brain, because by simply looking at the reality of my situation, I'm able to recognize This is not the truth. What I'm believing right now and what I'm allowing myself to get down about is not the truth. That is not the reality of what's going on here. The reality is that I've worked for a decade to really learn everything I can about the music industry and about the wellness space. And the other part of the truth is that it doesn't stop there. I am going to keep learning, and that's what makes me a good coach. That's what makes me able to do this, to run a business, to help people. Because I don't just stop with where I'm at, I keep going. I'm constantly reading books and um, getting new ideas and research and things like that for the music industry and the wellness space. And not only that, I have invested in coaches to help me grow my skills, grow my business, grow my knowledge. And in training programs, if you guys saw my Instagram, you know that um, over Black Friday, over the weekend, I enrolled in a new training with Yes Apply because this is fun for me, right? And I want to be able to serve my clients bigger and better. And I think that as someone who is ambitious, as someone who is creative, and as someone who wants to help people and... This is a description that is not only about me and about me as an entrepreneur, but also about me as an artist and probably a lot of you listening as an artist and possibly as an entrepreneur, because I know that a lot of you guys are entrepreneurs, too. You teach music on the side or you do voice lessons on the side or you have your own studio um, that you record at or that you teach people at. And like, let's not underestimate that, right? But with these quality traits that we often have, it can be easy for us to get caught up in the thought pattern of like, I want it all now. Like I need to be an expert at everything right now. And if I'm not, then I can't do it. And I need to learn all this stuff now. And I just bought like 4 million courses and I need like all the knowledge. I have to do all the things. It can be hard to take it slow. And so of course that's why I do what I do because I wanna help people be able to take it slow, get really clear on what's a priority, what to do first, how to work through this, how to move through this. And for me, That's been a game changer as well as to take things one step at a time. And sometimes when these thought patterns come up, it's because I'm getting a little bit lost, right? I'm trying to do too much at once. I'm trying to, in a sense, achieve too much at once. Like I'm trying to have all of the results happen now. And so this is an indication for me. Now that I've walked through the reality, I can see very clearly what the thought pattern was, what the reality is, and how I can change that. And me changing that thought pattern is simply saying that I am experienced. I know I am experienced. And what makes me even better is that I'm continuing my knowledge every day. And knowing this, I can also steer myself away from the feeling and the thought pattern that was just coming up for me right now. So like I said, you guys are literally hearing me work through this real time. So you'll see how more stuff comes up, right? So now I had that thought of like, oh, well, Katie, you are trying to do so much at once. You are trying to accomplish so much at once. I'm working on a course right now for you guys that I'm going to launch in February. Um, And I'm also, you know, I just at the end of the Black Friday sale where I opened up a group coaching program and I opened up a, um, we start tomorrow by the way. And depending on when you're listening to this, there may or may not be one spot left. So if you want in, email me now, katie at katiezucardi.com. But (laughs) anyway, at the end of a Black Friday sale where I opened up a new group coaching program and I had a couple more one-on-one spots to fill, to open up to people. And I'm also working on this course. I'm trying to, I'm trying to produce all of these results at one time, right? It's putting my brain on overload. (laughs) It's putting my brain on overload. And when your brain is on overload, definitely makes it way harder to easily work through these things that come up, whether it's imposter syndrome, self-doubt, or just feeling of overwhelm. So now I'm recognizing, okay, so this is, of course, has multi parts to it. The first part is that initial thing that triggered that lodged into my brain. Someone saying that, you know, you can't be a good life coach if you don't have enough life experience. That lodged into my brain, but now why this might be really manifesting now and coming up now and feeling now? Yeah, it's my birthday because I'm my actual birthday is coming up, and also because I'm a little overloaded right now, and I am a little bit overwhelmed with everything. I don't even want to use the word overwhelmed because I don't necessarily feel overwhelmed. I really do think it's just I'm trying to make too many things happen at once and I'm not committing to a clear focus. And because of that, because I'm trying to do so much, and of course, when we all try to do a million things at once, the results are likely not going to be as good as you want them to be. And they're not going to be as good as if you were to focus in on one thing and truly commit to one thing. So... I know when I do that, it's going to be a lot clearer. I'm going to see the results that I want bigger and better. And so it's going to be, you know, most likely when that happens, the imposter syndrome is not going to creep in because I'm going to be seeing what's happening. But right now, I'm a little lost in the fog. So now this is indi- an indication for me. Okay, I can recognize what's happening. This is an indication for me that I need to cut a few things out. I need to stop a few projects. I need to reevaluate what my priorities are get clear on what my number one and maybe number two priority are for the rest of the year and maybe even going into 2020. I need to readjust my schedule and I need to focus in on that one thing so that I can clear out the fog, I can clear out the other stuff that's holding me back or that I feel like is taking my attention but isn't really serving me. And I know that once I do this, I'll be able to, again, see those results, focus in, get really clear on what I want and clear out the clutter in my brain as well the clutter and the emotional sort of shit that can come up when we're not as aligned as we could be. All right, so that's pretty much it. So now I have my takeaways. I know I have my like rewritten limiting belief. I've acknowledged where this came from, why I was feeling this, how I was feeling, um, what the reality of the situation is. And I now have my new belief. And that new belief again is that I am qualified. I don't need to be older in order to be a good coach. I have an incredible amount of life experience and I am confident in my skills as a coach, as a musician, and as a business owner. So that's my new belief. Now I also have an action item which is to get clear on how I want to be spending my time and energy as we head into the new month and the new year. To declutter a little bit And to get really clear on what's going on so that I'm not putting my focus on a million different things at once, but instead focusing in on one thing. All right, so there we have it. That was me live, live on air working through my imposter syndrome. I hope that this was helpful. So if you have a limiting thought or just like negative, icky feelings or self-doubt that's coming up right now, you can use this and you can do it for yourself and see how it works. See how you're able to talk yourself through what's going on instead of having that negative thought and then just pushing it aside or letting it sort of spiral out of control. These conversations with yourself are really important to have and of course it's it's great to have a coach walk you through it as well especially when you're just getting started now i've been doing this for years and years now working you know with myself on my mind on my mindset and i'm i've been flexing the muscle of doing these exercises so i can do it pretty easily without a coach but it's super important to get that support when you need it, and to practice this and check in with yourself so that, so that you don't let those thoughts just spiral out and get out of control. And then you're in a place where you're feeling burnt out, extremely overwhelmed and extremely stressed when you don't really have to be there. You don't have to be that person. You don't have to be in that place. There is a way out before it gets that bad. I promise you that. And what would have happened if I didn't do this check-in now is that I would have felt like shit on my birthday. And (laughs) I I already have a birthday complex, which maybe I'll talk about on Instagram. Um, But I would have felt really bad. I would have felt like I was hiding something. Like I couldn't say how actually old I was. When the reality is that I love my birthday. I love celebrating my birthday. I want to be able to share how far I've come and how old I am and how that doesn't really matter in what I do. It has nothing to do with my skill or what I do as a coach. Age literally makes no difference in this instance. So... I am super excited for my birthday on Friday. I'm super grateful for all of you guys listening who has made this year just so so amazing. It has been truly one of the one of the hardest years of my life, but one of the best years of my life. Um and that is for real. Like <laughs> I've had a lot of death, a lot of change, a lot of weird stuff happened this year but I've also had a lot of growth and breakthrough and leaving my full-time job and going full-time in my business and being confident with myself and just feeling super super good about everything that's happening and super aligned um, as far as the big picture goes with everything that has happened this year so Thank you all for listening. Thank you for tuning in. And if you love this podcast, be sure to share some love on the iTunes store. It really helps the podcast out. If you could just head over to the iTunes store and or what is it? Apple podcast, whatever the heck it's called. Write a review, rate and write a review. It means so, so much. And of course, if this episode is helpful, be sure to share it with anyone else you think it could serve. All right, I will talk to you guys next week. And until then, bye for now.